busy. We are preparing for Popper's J. What if I talk like um, Anna? <laughs> I'm inventing Anna. Oh, my God. Please don't do that. <laughs> when Mia and I had COVID in Brazil, we were in the... We were just streaming things and ordering room service for three days because we couldn't do anything else. And... Um, I succumbed to Mia's urgings to watch Inventing Anna, and I couldn't stop talking like her. And Mia was like, please, you you need to stop because I can't stop laughing. And then it's making me cough, and then it's making me hock up loogies. So, yeah. It was not cool. wasn't cool. Sorry. Um, <clears throat> we did, like, life catch up offline, but I do have one thing I wanted to ask you about, which is... Did you know that there's a biopic about Whitney coming out? Have you seen the trailer? I generally am aware <laughs> of yet another biopic. I have not been dialed in because I my headline was like, oh, wow, another biopic. Like, so I didn't really look more closely than that. Yeah. I don't know what's, I don't know what parts of her story we have not yet told. I mean, that, I yeah, with deep respect for her story, like, right. But I guess maybe she's like getting the Maryland treatment, right? Yeah. Like every other year, there's a new Maryland movie. <laughs> Everyone has a take on Maryland, so everyone's gonna have a take on Whitney. That is my sense that that's what what's happening, and um, yeah, I was really curious about your take on the trailer because I went into it all excited because I was like, "Ooh, how are they gonna how are they gonna handle the Robin of it all?" and from the trailer, That's the question. Yes, exactly. And from the trailer, what I gathered is that they just didn't. <laughs> and it, I think there's no need to do that anymore, though, because there was that last documentary. Yeah, which told everything. Which we didn't have a fictionalized Robin; it just had Robin. Right. And I was like, all we need in this world is Robin. We don't need. That's true. We don't there's need fictionalized versions of Robin because we have Robin. That's true. Although, could you imagine if, like, Lena Waithe? played Robin in a Whitney I don't biopic. Imagine, I don't want to imagine that. Why did you put, why did you plant that seed? Why did you, I was dream why casting. I just wanted to make it sexy for you. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, yeah, it, it looks like at the very least they, they washed the gayness out of the trailer at the very <gasps> least. Yeah. This is a little bit of a tangent, but I just realized um, what's that famous movie in the last decade where they all like go to Vegas, all the dudes? And oh, The Hangover. The Hangover, great. I just realized I need I need the black stud version of The Hangover <gasps> with like Lena Waithe, Sam J. Oh yes, that you that know? would be really fun. Yes, that would be really fun. Who else would I put in that? There's another actor on BT. Mm-hmm. That um, I think her name is her last name is her last name is Gibbs. I'm forgetting J something Gibbs, but mm-hmm. she's another young, tasty <laughs> stud out there. But I wouldn't mind seeing that. Would be really fun. The other hot studs. That would be really, really fun. Like a stud comedy. That would be so I'm fun. DM, I'm gonna DM Lena tonight. And be like, <laughs> Get on it. <laughs> that would be awesome. Um, yeah, I would love to hear your thoughts on the trailer. Um, so we're here, we're here, we're here tonight because we're taking a break from uh, the theme of our season, season of crushes. 
Mia had the brilliant idea to do a top TV theme songs app. And, you know, like what we've learned through these seasons of Popper's J is that our list episodes, our list episodes, if you will, um, are some of the most fun and some of the ones that our listeners uh, enjoy the most. So I thought it was a great idea. So we're taking a little break from our summer of crushes. Summer of crushes. It was going to be summer of crushes, but it, it has <laughs> it has leaked into the fall. But that's fine. Um, so we're taking a break. We're doing top TV theme songs today. Yeah, yeah. Now are we? So we're we're doing three categories. We have sitcom or comedy, drama, and then we have animated series, which. I major kudos to Mia for being down for that. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. And we're are we good for top five? I know it was like down to the wire. Um, you know, it's kind of it's gonna kind of be like that last list you yes. did where Do you have boxes? I came I came in without an order. Remember how yes, that happened? Yes. And you kept saying, <laughs> I have boxes. I have boxes. And I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. Wait, what did I say? I have boxes because you like drew boxes around like certain <laughs> songs. And you just kept saying I have boxes. I'm just like, I don't, I can't see what's in front of you. I have no idea what that means. <laughs> the boxes were helpful. They were clarifying. They helped me prioritize. <laughs> I had boxes. And I don't have boxes this time. It's a little exciting when you do so it in real time, it's, though. So really, it's going to be, really, it's going to just be really whimsical. Like, You're good at improv. You're a whimsical person. Yeah, the way you fucking litigated in our last episode, like, shit was beautiful, Lil. Ah, oh, we both, we both did a wonderful job. We really right? did. Good things happen when you, when you do shit on the fly. You specifically, when you do shit on the fly. So I, I have high hopes for this. Well, thank you. It's, <laughs> it's true. Um, <laughs> where do you want to start? I... <laughs> Don't want to start with animated. Okay. I'm not sure about that list. Okay. Um, okay. So I'll be I'll be composing my thoughts throughout the hour. That's fine. On that. That's fine. Um, but we can start with comedies because that list is robust. Yeah. Or dramas. Wonderful. Do you want to give us your number five, numero cinco? The fact that we already have to start with only five is like such a burden. Um <laughs> So I want to make sure we make we, we give space for all the people that we did not rank, mm-hmm. or the, the, the you know the shows we didn't rank. Mm-hmm. Um, but rounding out my top five is a show that debuted in the mid nineties. Oh, actually, one year earlier than another show I have on my list uh. <laughs> that in recent years have been pitted against each other mm. as. Um, as as versions of New York that are incomplete, mostly the the latter, mm-hmm. Friends being the latter. Mm-hmm. Um, but the precursor to Friends was a show featuring four sisters <laughs> living in a Brooklyn brownstone. Yes, none other than living single with their boy neighbors living upstairs. Does that premise sound familiar? Oh yes, oh yes, because just that very next year, Friends, the white version of New York, debuted. So <sighs> I love We Are, I love Living Single because the theme song is written and performed by rapper Queen Latifah. And it's just a catchy little hook there with um, 
and then like the also like the choreography in the in the theme song yeah they get to dance that's right yeah my home girls hanging to my left and my right we're tight like glue in a 90s kind of world in a 90s kind of world i'm glad i got my girls keep it up (laughs) yeah that is going into the number five slot for me it's a really good one um it's one of my honorable mentions it's not in my top five because it was really hard that the the Sitcoms, like, man, we really grew up in a golden era of sitcom theme songs. It was like a treasure trove in the 80s and 90s. Like, goddamn. I really miss TV theme songs, sitcom theme songs with lyrics and, like, a vocalist, like a dedicated vocalist to the yeah. theme song, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Living Single is such a good show. I love that show. That show also, yeah, like, the way that we talk about Ghost Rider feeling like, like, if you want to see what it looked like growing up in the early 90s in Brooklyn, I also feel that way about living single. Like, the tan of it all, like, the tan colors. Yes, like it's very middle school, like, very, yes. Like, the fashion is like, oh, my God, literally everybody's it's fucking right shooting. It's like this cast. Yeah, it's ridiculous. like it's it's fully like when we were in sixth grade, like this was the color scheme of all of our clothing. It was Bold like color burgundy, Bold. like hunter green, like tans and, and then marigold, the, yellow, marigold, yeah. yellow. There was so much of that on that show. Um, yes. Yeah. And the makeup, like I don't have to say it like the lipstick. It was just yes. doing everything. Yes. Um, and T.C. Carson, who played Kyle. um is in my canon. I love like, him. He's just, he was like a sexy little piece that. He's hot. Even watching into it adulthood, I'm like, give it to me, Dad. Oh, I feel the same way. His voice? Yeah. Ah. Um, so I don't, I feel like I watched that show, like, I don't have a sense of like linear on that show you know what I mean like I can't mm-hmm. remember so what was the do you remember the trajectory of is it Maxine like him and Maxine who like go from enemies to lovers or did I make that yes. up so yes. I binged this show in 2019 I think I was on my sabbatical at the time nice. I had all the time in the world <laughs> and so I did watch it season one all the way to the end Ugh. um and they actually, like Saved by the Bell, had some like end of end of end of series drama where like certain cast members like were no longer in final episodes. Really, kind of like the Terry Tory Tory. Oh yeah, Tory. Yeah, or <laughs> Saved by the Bell. Um, but anyway, um, and so yes, they were enemies, and then lovers, and then enemies, and the show kind of ends on an ambiguous note. With them, with regards for to them, their relationship. For them specifically, yeah. Got it. And, oh my God, I'm like blank. So Overton and What's-Her-Face, but they were together like the whole Sinclair. time. Sinclair, thank you. They yeah. were they were together yeah. the whole time, right? Yes, they were fast and furious lovers. <laughs> and, you know, stage. They're so cute. Yeah. Oh my God. You know, and, 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 and can we please establish the parallels on Friends? Mm-hmm. Monica and Chandler. Yep. Were the, were the couple that, like, once they got together, they were just steady and cute and whatever mm-hmm. together. Yeah. 
And it was Rachel and Ross that were the will they won't they have on and off, on and off. Also in the predecessor show. So Yep, yep. Yeah. Not great. And there, yeah, and there are like, if you look at, especially I feel like the female characters, because like Sinclair is very much the Phoebe, right? Yeah. And like Maxine is, well, and I should say Phoebe is very much the Sinclair because Living Single is the predecessor. Um, And Monica is very much the Maxine. Um, But I feel like Khadija and Rachel, like there isn't really like, oh no, Rachel is the, um, oh my God, Caitlin. Oh, Rachel is. um, Tiny one, petite. Uh, Kim, Kim Fields, Fields but exactly. Her, but her character's name. How am I? I know, me too. Kim Fields, who I'm very basic and gay for. I was gay for at the time. Really? Yeah, you know, she's a like. Regine. Regine. She's like a buxom little like petite femi, you know, of course. <laughs> like, <laughs> You're so basic, but it's cute. I am really basic. <laughs> yeah, and when I went, it's so funny. There's certain things. Uh, so on this topic, actually, like uh, our our dear friend Richie Pareto, who we mention all the time on this podcast, um, we got into uh, I think maybe we talked about the fact that you and I were going to do this episode. And he was like, I recently watched a compilation of the, somebody cut together all the the opening credits of every season of um, Family Matters. And it was interesting to see how it progressed. But as I was watching that during the little credit sequence where they show Aunt Rachel, I was like, oh, I was gay for her. <laughs> it was just that like realization as an adult where you're like, oh, when I was a kid, I felt gay for her and didn't have a Ra- name Aunt for Rachel it. who disappeared. She disappears too, she, right? Oh, she, oh, she, I thought, I thought she disappeared with, with Judy, but did she not? No, I think she, I mean, she definitely oh, outlasted wrong. Judy. Judy okay, disappeared after like season two, <coughs> I think. But anyway, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that later. But yeah, it's, it's interesting okay. to just have those like adult revelations of like, oh, that was a gay crush. That's what that was, you know? But also, I mean, also yeah. Khadijah, like obviously. Um, um, I'm, yeah, Khadijah was doing it. For I mean, I watch, I watch Khadijah now and I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> she was just handling her business, you know. And her relationship with Scooter was so cute. My number five is a classic. There was actually I wouldn't call it a meme. So some the, this uh, this this man did a rendition of this song in a wig that got very popular on YouTube and and social media. And at a certain point during the song, he throws his throws his wig up. I can't believe I didn't include it on mine. That is a damn shame. But that's his version of it. (laughs) His version of it is like the remix of my heart. Um, I mean, you can you can still include it. So the theme song I'm talking about is obviously the Golden Girls. Thank you for being a friend. Doom, doom, doom. And um, Mia, you're the one who actually put me on. This was, I never forget this. Whenever I'm watching the Golden Girls, I think of you. Because you're the one that pointed it out to me that the Golden Girls also has like their secondary theme song, which is like, they have the theme song and then it ends. And then it opens on oh, the house, oh, and then you hear the, the little oh, the instrumental, Miami, the, the little the, the Floridian, Floridian. Yeah. like yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> love that sound. Drama of the episode. It's like yeah, little flourishes, little flourish. <laughs> 
Yeah, we. Th- that sound just like is Florida to me. Like it's like Floridian. Yes, like, it, it's also childhood, like deeply. Yeah. And then they do the little dee 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 dee, like once when you get into the house and they're about to start the the episode. You know. Ah, oh, magic, magical show. What's your number four? So, this show also had a will they, won't they? Okay. Uh, arc to the to the love story that was you know central to the show. Hmm. Uh, it's about a young man from Brooklyn who relocates to Connecticut with his young daughter Samantha and becomes the housekeeper <gasps> for a on the rise ad executive who's the boss. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> There's a time for love. Take a chance and face the wind. Face the wind. Open road and road and road. There were times. times I lost a dream or two. Found a trail. And at the end was you. Oh, so good. So good. That's an honorable yes. mention for me. Mostly because, like, it actually has less to do with the theme song and just, like, how much I loved that show. Me too! And how, like, that theme song... I also like that the theme song um, credits, like, showed, like, them on the drive in their van. Mm-hmm. Like, with, like, the leaves falling all around. Yes! And, and it just meant I was going to settle in. Yes! For, like, 20 minutes of <laughs> Who's the Boss? And I was just like, Yay! Same. No, the excitement of like of the of the the image of the van coming up. I was just like, yes, I love this show. Like it was it was the best. Yeah, yes, it was good. And it really. Ca- I also like the theme song because it captures the real narrative of the show. Like he's a former mm-hmm. baseball player, yes. retired, who's having to rebuild his life to really provide stability to his daughter. He wants to go to you know a place where there's going to be great schools and he went to Tony, Connecticut, no pun intended. <laughs> um, and, uh, you know, made a life for him and is very uh, compelling, captivating daughter, Samantha, mm. who I grew to have a crush on. Oh, Alyssa, Alyssa Milano. Alyssa Milano. <laughs> and also the, uh, the actor who played Jonathan uh, came out as an adult so there's a lot of queer uh queer dna in that show and there was a lot of like amazing like uh star power in mona played yes the maternal maternal grandmother oh yes a queen a queen a queen if there ever was one so was angela but mona mona and angela man a lot of lot of star power the family. Judith Light, who is iconic, who Judith remains iconic. Light. I've mentioned my number four on this podcast before, I believe, because it's it's tied to a very nostalgic memory for me. Uh, our friend, well, you knew him, uh, but he was my friend in childhood because we lived on the same block. Uh, my friend Chris Condon lived down the block. And I yeah. think when we were when we were in like kindergarten or something, or maybe it was even pre-K. Like, this is a very early memory. I think uh, I would go over to his house right after school, and his mom would be making pork chops in the kitchen, and I would Ooh. smell that. 
And Chris and I would be sitting on the carpet in the living room, sitting like, you know, cross-legged and in front of the TV. And we would just be watching different strokes, different strokes to rule the world. Everybody's got a special kind of story. I gave you a little fun fact about them earlier today. Did you? What did you? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You did. You did. You did. And the fun fact was that... So Alan Thicke wrote the Different Strokes theme song. Co-wrote, yeah. Co-wrote, but still. Like, that is bonkers town to me. But that's a that's like one of those... Different Strokes is just one of those classic, like, 80s, like, it's swinging, like, it's a swinging theme song, you know? It just, like, gets right mm-hmm. in. It's like, now the world don't move to the beat of just one drum. Beat of just one drum. It's so good. Um... It's um. It didn't make my honorable mentions, but it should have. It's a good one. I also now I always think of when he when when Dave Chappelle sang it on Chappelle's show. It was really funny. Oh. <laughs> at number three, hopefully this is on your list. I hopefully at least made busy stop. At least made honorable mentions. If it did not. I have words for you. If this is what I assume your number one is, I'm going to be really shocked that it's your number three. No, no, no. You know, you know, you know my number one. It's my, number, you know my one. number one. I mean, there's no question. We, we said there will be no here. surprises. I've said it before in every setting where I could possibly talk about this theme song. Um, Partly because it's underrated, but anyway. My my number three mm-hmm. Um. Is also about a live-in nanny housekeeper. <laughs> that is interesting. Wait a minute. Which one is it? Charles in Charge. Oh. I didn't. New boy in the neighborhood lives downstairs and it's understood. He's there just to take good care of me. Like he's one of the family. Charles in charge of our yes. days. Yes, it was not on my honorable. And it goes up and octave. It goes. It goes up an octave like each time they say Charles in charge until it just becomes like a crescendo of magic. Great theme song. Great fucking movie. It's a, it's a great fucking great movie. Fucking Charles theme. in charge. Great fucking theme. Great fucking <laughs> great theme. Fucking theme. <laughs> Weren't there, so it's interesting because my number three also has two different versions of the theme song. And I feel like Charles Charles in Charge had like a season one version that was a little more yes. mellow and then a... Yes, and then yeah. it got to like a more poppy Cracky. Version. My number three, similarly, there's two different versions of the theme, the same theme song. So I had to specify which one it was. Oh, that's interesting. I have one that I didn't pretend to do that. Maybe it's the same one that you have. Maybe. Same one. Maybe. The first line of the song begins, show me that smile again. Oh! It's on, my, it's on my list. It's on my list. It's on my list. It's on my list. Show me that smile. Don't waste another minute on you crying. Yes! The best is ready to begin. As long as we got each other. We got the world spinning right in our hands. Baby, way to shine. All the time. 
We got each other. We got each other. Sharing the laughter and love. So that was on my honorable mentions because after I had to whittle this down, it's impossible <laughs> what? task. You get so upset. I, 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 forgot, I forgot my old hat tricks. My old hat tricks, I used to have freaking ties up in here. I'd be like, at number five. So three songs at number five are. <laughs> I gotta bring that back. No hat tricks. No hat tricks. But I feel like the next time we do a list like this, you sh- you should make the rules, and then the rules will be the that there will be no songs, rules. The seven songs tied for <laughs> number one. Number five. <laughs> um. Yeah. Fucking growing pains. The theme song. It slaps y'all. It slaps even harder to know that Alan Thicke must have had a hand in. Yes. You know. In, in voicing his pleasure or displeasure with, you know, the artistic direction there because he is himself yes. a TV theme songwriter. Yes. Whilst he was playing, you know. Whilst. Whilst. He was playing. He was playing the father. The dad. <laughs> the father. Yeah. In Growing Pains. Um, anyway. Yeah. Is it my turn now to say number two? Number two. This is another show that changed theme songs. Uh, this song changed... This show changed theme songs early in its arc. Um, and it's embarrassing to to admit that I didn't know the iconic actress who sang this theme song. I didn't know that it was her who sang this theme song until well until adulthood. But hopefully my black card will not be revoked. I think everyone knows what I'm talking about here. It's a different world. Initial theme song, which is not my favorite of the two. Uh, sung by none other than Aretha Franklin. Mm-hmm. And then there was a second theme song, apparently sung by a woman named Phoebe Snow, who, I don't know, but they basically kept the um, the lyrics the same, but just put it to a little bit of a faster beat. I know my parents love me, stand behind me, come I know now that I'm ready because I finally heard them say it's a different world. From where you come from. Yes. And so it, and oh, so it so goes. Good. And um, I can't put into words my love for this theme song because it's all the things. Like, I love the song. I love the opening credits. I love what the show meant to me. It's a show I've watched ad nauseum in syndication, <laughs> like literally at least once a year. I do a binge watch and I do different versions of binge watches. Like it's like Dawson's Creek in that way where there's a version where I have the patience to go cover to cover and I watch the whole thing. Then there's just, I need the highlights. I need the love lights of Joey Doss or Joey Pacey <laughs> in Dawson's Creek. And I need the love lights of Dwayne Whitley, Whitley on, on a different world. And I'll just only watch the episodes where they're a love story takes hold yes um and it's a different world it's just part of my it's part it's a firm firmly rooted part of my childhood um and this theme song is so much a part of why i love it oh that's beautifully said um that i would say that that is like my number one honorable mention like it just just got edged out but that it was also a huge part of my childhood i just remember i have memories of like being in my bedroom and watching the opening, you know, the version um, where all the rooms are connected. It's all those like yes, exactly. that, that one that's exactly. like very choreographed yes, or right whatever. There. Like, yes. yeah, I just oh. and I had it like memorized oh. and I was like, oh, here's the part when this and when this and when. The-. Yeah, I just I loved it. I yeah. loved it. It's, been, it's amazing. Yes. My number two 
<clears throat> I would say is extremely underrated. And it shocks me to this day that it's so underrated. But I think it's because it was a show that like kind of flew under the radar as well. Um, even though I think it was pretty popular at the time and it like it was on for a while. Um, this is certainly like my brother and I have a bond over this TV theme song. Um, every time we see the opening, there's like this combination of you feel emotional and also you recognize how cheesy it is and wonderful and it's just all the things. But this is, I feel like, uh, I feel like in terms of an emotional journey, this, this song is probably like, it should be my number one and just based on that. Mm. But anyway, wow. it's the theme song from Perfect Strangers. Ooh, which is a really that's good, a good it's one. It's a good one. It's one of those. Balky. Oh, Balky oh, Bartakamus. Um, <laughs> my cousin and I used to do the dance of joy like we were nerds. Um, yeah. And she would catch me. That's she. She would. She'd be. The, I'd, be I'd be that person. I was the. Did that make me the Balky or the Larry? I can't remember. But anyway. Um, yeah. Perfect strangers. Do, 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 do. do you want to sing it a little bit? Yes. Sometimes the world looks perfect. Looks perfect. <laughs> Nothing to be arranged. You can go that low. I can't go that low. Sometimes just just get, a get a feeling like you need some kind of change. No matter what the odds are this time. Not those standing my way. Flame in my heart, a long lost friend. Cause it's a street light at the end. Standing on the wings of my dreams. Rise and fall on the wings of my dreams. The rain and thunder, the wind and haze, I'm bound for better days. For better days. It's my life, my dream, my dream. Nothing's gonna stop me now. Yes, it's so good. Thank you for bringing that into the space. I mean, yes. it's underrated. Yes. I don't know why. It's so good. It's clearly it's clearly one of the best 80s, 90s, early 90s themes. Oh, like it is. Thank like you. Not, thank you for the validation. It's not a question. Thank you for the validation. It's not a question. Thank you for the validation, boo. Thank you. Um, <laughs> I am overwhelmed that we are here at the number one. I... Uh, I don't even know how to how to talk about <laughs> my love for this theme song. Neither do I. I'm getting I'm getting teary eyed. Um, <laughs> who, who wrote this song? I mean, you I gotta look it know. up. Oh, it says Roberta Flack. I mean, I'm so, wait, what? Make no. it make it make sense. No, make it make sense. no. She didn't sing it, but maybe she wrote it. That's just like why? Oh my god. Oh wait, it, it was she, wait, it was sung by her? I don't know. I, that doesn't sound like her in my head. Yeah, me neither. I'm Although actually, you know what? I can I can make the connection. Oh my well, god. She did now sing this it. That makes a lot of sense. I mean fucking Roberta <gasps> Flack. I'm killing me softly in for me. Oh! <laughs> oh. Life is such a sweet insanity. The more, more you, you learn, learn, the less you, you know, know in the, the heart, heart of, of every, every family. family. 
There's a love that starts by letting go. Can we just pause there? Ah! Can we just pause there? I'm already feeling too many 20 words. Not even. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. Like literally 22, 23 words (sighs) that like describes everything about humanity. Life is such a sweet insanity. (laughs) The more you learn, the less you know. In the heart of every family, there's a love that starts by letting go. Now, why do we go to church? Why do we go to the mosque? Why do we go to temple when Roberta Flack gave us a sermon for a lifetime in this song? Why bother? Why even bother? Every pastor gets up every Sunday. Preaches for an hour. She gave us a sermon in 22 words. The only sermon that we ever need. That's all I have to say. On the intro. That's just the intro. Then we get to the chorus. Step by step, step and day, day by day. Reaching out, out along the way. Along the way. Hand in hand, hand we, we face, face our fears. fears together, together through the years. Ah! We get closer. Ah! Oh, oh, so good. Through happiness and, and tears, and in our hearts we share, share the laughter and the oh, sadness. A special kind, a special of, kind of madness together, together through the years. Yes. And then we come back. If we haven't said it already, if we haven't said it already, <sighs> this theme song is none other than the Hogan. Family theme song. I don't even give a fuck about that show. I don't either. I don't give a fuck about that show. I haven't watched it one minute in syndication. I'm never like, oh, let me go binge watch the Hogan Family. I give zero fucks about that show. Although it did allow Jason Bateman to evolve his career beyond Family Ties and like do some other work. Good for him. But and he's and he has staying power to this day. He's on Ozark today. Okay, so the Hogan Family was an essential part of his career arc. We should not denigrate that. At the same time, this show ain't shit. And the theme song is everything. <laughs> Think about how much you have to love a theme song and how good it must be for the show to not be shit. And you still like are like, no, that's literally the best theme song of all time. Like, in the contest. How is that something you and I have never acknowledged? Like in all of our years of quoting this theme song? Because we don't make space for it. We stay in our joy. We stay, we stay rooted, firmly rooted in our joy. <laughs> I don't even know what that show's about, to be honest. Me neither. Like, I don't remember shit about it. I don't remember it. Like, Me neither. I think it's like a divorcee, maybe something is like loosely involved there. Like rebuilding our life after a divorce, I feel like was maybe a theme. I don't know. I'm going to cry. It's so funny. Um... <laughs> I think it goes without saying that that is also my number one. <laughs> yes, we came in knowing that part. We, we knew, knew that we, we knew. We knew, we knew as much. We knew as much. Yeah. I'm sorry I threw you off there because you were a little concerned that I was going to bump it down to number three. I would never. I was so hurt. I would never do such a thing. No. <laughs> I love that you knew that. I got so sa- I got so scared. Um, yeah, I was very scared. Um, what are your honorable mentions in this category? I want to just say from the outset, right, this was a really hard list to compile. Mm. In the moment, whittling it down to a top five meant that I could not include a number of iconic shows that have beautiful theme songs that still carry weight today and I have fond memories of. Like, 
Moesha. Ah! <gasps> it's me. It's me. I'll be a laughing my responsibilities. It's me. I love that. I love that you're typing like in the meme that you told me about. Yes. Moesha. That's, not, that's in there. I can't believe neither one of us. And maybe it just goes without saying it doesn't need to be on a list of any kind. We didn't mention Fresh Prince. Yeah, it, it doesn't. That's why but, I didn't put it there. I mean, yeah, it's like, it goes without saying, okay, yeah. uh, it's obvious. It's yeah. an obvious choice. Okay. That theme song has like a, it has a life of its own, you know? It has a life of its own. It doesn't need, it does not need us to no. lift it up Mm-mm. here. It just lives on. Um, the Friends theme song um, is more like an earworm. Mm. Um, I don't want to like it. Um, I don't like I am, it. <laughs> but I am in a current, I'm in a, currently in a binge watch of the whole series again. Oh. Because um, Joe's never watched it cover to cover. So. Wow. We're doing, we're doing that now. Wow. And, uh, so that means every day for like five hours, like I listen to this theme song. That's wonderful. Um, and this time of year. so there's that. Then I had Growing Pains as an honorable mention. Mm-hmm. And my last, oh, I had Blossom as honorable mention. In my opinionation. I'll give you a piece of my mind. So, yeah, that's good one. Then, um, there's uh, the Jeffersons. Oh, yeah. Good one. I had to put that on there. Yes. Um, moving on up. Sung by Janet Dubois. Du Bois. Dubois. I don't know how she says her name. But fish don't fry in the kitchen. Beans like, don't burn iconic. on the grill. So good. Beans don't burn on the grill. Took a whole lot of Cheyenne just to get up that hill. <laughs> I love how they, I love that. I love that Cheyenne. Like they turned it into a three syllable word because that's what the song needed. That grammatical freedom. I love it. <laughs> those are, those are the things on my list. That's good. There's a lot of, there's a lot of overlap with mine. My honorable mentions, different world, Charles in charge, blossom, living single. Who's the boss? And wow, basically your whole honorable mention canon is your top, top five. five. That's crazy. That's except, crazy. except for Family Matters, which when Richie and I watched that compilation, I didn't know this, but apparently in the first couple of episodes of season one, they made the theme song of Family Matters, What a Wonderful World by Louis Armstrong. I remember that. Actually. I did not know. I did not remember that. But watch it. I was just like, this is such a downer. Like, I was just like, this is. Yeah, they, they went they went in a different direction. Very different direction. <laughs> it's a rare condition. This day and age. To read any good news on the newspaper page. Love and Oh, and I have to say, shout out to a gentleman named Jesse Frederick. Who wrote okay. and performed that theme song, the theme song to Perfect Strangers, apparently, um, wow. Full House, and Step by Step. Step by step, day by day. Day by day. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah that lady was doing the Make most. Make it better. The second song. Do, 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 okay. do. Do, 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 do. 
do 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 um yeah apparently jesse frederick or friedrich uh, he was employed by ABC and he just like churned out these fucking theme songs and was a fucking icon. Like, shout out to him. God. Shout out to him. <laughs> Iconic vocalist and songwriter. Iconic. 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 Oh my God. I'm excited for drama because I feel like there's going to be a lot of curveballs in here. That's what's next. That's definitely what's next. Yeah. Um, your numero cinco. My number five is a theme song that is on a current show. Oh. Um, and it is an instrumental. Oh, I think I know what it is. Do you want to guess? Oh, I have two guesses now, actually. Okay, okay. And both? It's, it's, prestige, it's prestige TV. Oh, okay. Now I know what it is. Okay. Okay. So Succession. Yes! Fucking oh! iconic theme song. <laughs> Fucking amazing theme song. It's written by an American composer named Nicholas Brittell. Oh. Um, and he won an Emmy for the theme song. As he should have. Um, as he should have. And a musical analysis in Newsweek holds this up as well. So it's gotten the rigorous analysis of composers that said it is legitimately good thank you for bringing some class to the episode some class i've also seen there's a lot of uh youtube analyses of that theme song if you want to ever do like a deep dive well it has like well you know it's both catchy without lyrics yeah um and dark it's so dark yeah yeah like you can feel the family trauma in the theme song yes yes the never-ending cycle of abuse um yeah yeah and i also what i love about that show is that um they they reuse like the little and they do it with like different kinds of instrumentals and like yes yeah it's 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 the piano for me like oh yes very beginning it's just like yes yeah Oh, so good. So good. I get very pumped. I, put that in there. I get very, very pumped yes, when I hear exactly. that theme song. I'm like, yes. yes, I fucking love this show. Like, yeah, yeah, I feel that. Yeah. I feel that. So, um, that's my number five. <laughs> well, if, if you took us to a prestige place with your number five, I'm going to take us right to the gutter. Um, <laughs> my number okay. five. Okay. <laughs> my number five needs no introduction. It is. Ghost Rider Word. We don't know where he came from. He just showed up one night. Um, yeah, I mean, n- nothing else to say. So if you if you want more on that, just uh, listen to our Ghost Rider episode. Yeah. <laughs> it's goofy as fuck. Love it. My number four. I don't. I'm sure this show is considered prestige television. You and I have never talked about it. It makes me wonder if you've watched it. Oh. Um, but it's on Apple TV. Oh. And um, it features two iconic actresses. Okay. Now I know what it is. Um, it's The Morning Show. Uh, that's a great credit sequence. Yes. 
I would actually be a bitch and venture to say that the theme song and the credit sequence are better than the show. <laughs> Wow. There are really good performances on wow. the show, but I, I, yeah, that's what I would say. But anyway, sorry. I, I, I didn't mean to pull the rug out. I didn't mean No, to. it's fine. It's just a really catchy. It's very good. Very catchy theme song. Um, and then to your point, the visuals of the opening credits, like, are also uh, noteworthy. Um, the song is called Nemesis. Oh, so good. Clementine. And you know that phenomenon? I always forget the name of it. They make those videos that show like a ball like rolling down and then like a lever. Oh, um, uh, something Berg, something Berg, right? That thing. Berg, that kind of, yeah. Something. That thing? Yes. Like that theme song is like, to me, like the perfect song to watch videos that have that. <laughs> no, that's such a good opening. I remember when I first watched that show. Um, right when that started, I I watched it. I rewatched like the opening credits like mm-hmm. five times or something because I was just like, "What is this animation? Like, who made this? It's incredible." Um, yeah, it reminded me of like, you remember the uh, the opening credits to the movie Psycho. That have like all those like it's it's similar actually, but it's like very old. Obviously, it was from 1960, but it's like animation of like lines doing like kind of things like that, and it's all you know, it's all just like a visual animation thing, but it feels like it's a representation of like what actually happens um, in the movie. So yeah, so cool. So I know you were worried about making our list lowbrow, but like just be assured, like. I put the like prestige TV ones at the bottom, so my list just get my list only goes down. <laughs> um, yeah, my next two are not prestige by any means, um, but they live in the hearts of of teenagers uh, who grew up in the eighties and nineties. Um, so my number four is this is another like shout out to my brother. I feel like my brother should listen to this episode, um, but he also is a baby, so I don't know if he'll have time. Um, so, yeah, this is one of my brother's favorite TV shows. Uh, he would sit in front of uh, the Soap Network and just watch marathons of this show. Um, and I feel like a half the reason he loved this show so much was because of the iconic theme song, which begins... And Jason Priestley punches the air. Of course, I'm talking about Beverly Hills 90210. Yeah. Instrumental. It feels like Beverly Hills. It feels like a surfer dude. Do 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 do. I mean, I mean, the fact that it's not higher is hurting my heart. Oh, oh, wow. It it got really somber in here. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, maybe you'll forgive me when you see what's above it. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe not, though. Maybe. Maybe not. Maybe. Probably Maybe not. not. Yeah, you know what? I, I just not. realized my number two should not be number two, but that's eh, all right. Go ahead. <laughs> um, okay, so now we are number at three. number three. Yeah. Okay. I'm excited to share my number three with you. Oh. Um, you know that my love for this series is strong, mm-hmm. but I don't know... It may surprise you that it's still that it's on this that the theme song's on this list though. 
I don't know. Yeah, oh. we'll, see. we'll see what happens when I share. Um, you and I have talked about this show on the podcast before. Mm-hmm. Um, it's about a very enterprising group of young women uh, who start a club. Providing childcare services to their neighbors in their Connecticut suburb. And it's not not another babysitter's club. Babysitter's club. (laughs) Say hello to your fans. Say hello to your fans. Babysitter's club. Say hello to the people who care. Who care. And the reason why, I mean, this, 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 this dramatic theme song, this theme song of a dramatic show. Um, hits the same notes that a lot of my favorite comedic TV theme songs do as well. well where the said. woman is literally singing her fucking ass off. Yes. Right? <laughs> yes. Your friends are always there. Like, she's just like, she's just like going in. Friends are always there. I mean, she's just like, is like, you know, giving her all. You feel every note. Like, yes, she belted it. She belts that shit. She belted it. So it made its way into my top three for that reason. Ugh. Worthy, a worthy addition. My number three is a show beloved by by you and I, very beloved by you and I, and very beloved by its fan base because it was supposed to get canceled after two seasons, and then the fans um, sent in little bottles of Tabasco sauce to encourage the network to keep it on. Um, they oh, didn't. Wow. They did not. But another this made it this made this made it into your top theme songs okay it's mostly because you know it's like it's hard to separate except in the case of the hogan family it's very hard to (laughs) it's hard to separate no it's okay it's hard to separate the song from the show so like the minute i hear this theme song begin i think about all of my feelings and I have so many. She has a lot, listeners. She has so <gasps> many feelings about this show. And literally every character. Like, she's in love with all of them. I'm in love with every single things. character. You're absolutely right. And I used to read fan fiction about, like, every pairing on on the show. Like, I was just like, I don't care. I want everyone to, to be together. The show is Roswell. And the song is Here With Me by Dido. Which I thought like it it shouldn't count for that reason because it was actually like a popular song before it became the theme song to the show. But mm-hmm. it's fucking wonderful, you know. I mean, there's that that pilot is flawless. Like you know what I'm saying? Like that pilot is so flawless, and I just feel like that theme song captures all of that. Oh, I am I what that. I am. It's haunting. It is haunting. Oh, and 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 Dido actually released her debut album around that same time. Yes. Yes. And I was like, I went through a whole Dido phase. So like, did I, I. Deep on the Dido. Deep on the Dido. Deep on the Dido. Deep on the Dido. I was, Dido. Deep on, I, was deep, I was deep. I was deep on Dido for like, oh man. That's great. My number two. <laughs> My number two. Um, we've talked about it. We've talked about previously on this podcast. Um and I came to love this song reluctantly, which I sort of admitted <laughs> in the past. <laughs> um, and I think uh, this exercise has been really clarifying because what it ultimately has led me to say and share here is that in the number two slot is the Dawson's theme song that went to, uh, to the straight to DVD. Wow. <laughs> 
wow. uh, cut of the show that then also got streaming, got play on streaming devices for a long time before they finally, Paula Cole finally, I think, decided she needed some money or whatever and cleaned up whatever licensing issue she had. <laughs> and so now they're able to pair the original theme song with, you know, Dawson's Creek's play on streaming devices. But for a good 18, 19 years, the only version you could hear if you watched Dawson's Creek was Run Like Mad by Jan Arden. My heart is in my hands. My head is in the clouds. You're making it sound way better than it my actually feet is. is left the ground. My life is turning around. Anyway, Can you do so, a re-recording of that? Because you should. I'm just. I should. Yeah, because you make it sound better um, than it is. That's funny. <laughs> it's true. Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, but you're right. You know, it's so it's I'm catchy. Just saying, I'm just. I'm just gonna. <laughs> Put it here. It's actually, to me, the, the better theme song of the two. Uh, and um, that controversial opinion is now here out in the public. Wow. Officially. Wow. I don't think that your fellow yeah. uh, Dawson's fans are going to be too upset about that. And I have to say, when I was... Uh, didn't we... Because we... Whoop, did we do an episode on Dawson's season three yet? We did, right? We did. We did. Okay. And that's where we, talk, that's where we talked about this. Okay. Yeah. When I had to watch it for that episode I after like a few episodes that became the real theme song in my head and I was like exactly and that's honestly what happened here right like I've watched it more as a nostalgic artifact than I have in its original airing okay okay and and so like media studies this is just what happens over time this is just what happens over time like I I came to love this and that's (laughs) it like basically I'm a basic bitch and I love what hangs around longer you know like I like that you momentarily went into like Natasha Leone, like for a moment. It was really funny. <laughs> yeah, I I felt like I it. appreciate I felt, that. I felt called. I felt called to share. To uh, um, what is your number two? I was. Gonna, what is your duty song? Your what is? Oh my my duty song. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> 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 that's shocking coming from you because i feel like you 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 got to a point with the word duty where you were like triggered by it <laughs> I, I, I promise you. I promise you. oh my god i promise you i am <laughs> um so my number two is like kind of a prestige meets low like a highbrow meets lowbrow kind of culture kind of thing um i mean this is a show that people analyze to death but then other people are like does it deserve that much uh attention and you know whatever um but it's it's one of those shows where like the theme song it's instrumental but it gets you really really pumped for what's for what lies ahead um it's definitely iconic um, there's there's nothing like it, uh, and it is the theme song to Stranger Things. Ooh, okay. Yeah, it's one. Of, it's haunting. It's, it's, it's very it's haunting. haunting. It's, in the, it's in the zeitgeist now. It's yes, like exactly. A thing. It's totally exactly. There. Yeah. It's haunting, and I do, I do definitely. Wow, my top three are all like really haunting theme songs, actually. So mm. yeah, I like haunting when it comes to dramas. Stranger Things. Yeah, it's a good one. I still haven't watched the final season, so like I'm. I need to, it's not the I final remember, season. I remember you were binging. 
You binged it. Oh, it's not the final no. season. Oh my God. No, they have one more after this. Um, oh. I, yeah. Well, this, I don't know. Some For some reason, this season was so built up. Maybe because it just took so many years. It took so it. fucking long. Drop. I think it was like three years um, between seasons. It was crazy. Maybe that's what it was. But I remember you watching it in Brazil. And I remember being like, ah, get on it. And I said, oh my God. So I'm caught up. It was a big deal. Um, okay. A very big deal. I just have to say, My... before you watch okay. season four, I have been saying since season one that Will is gay. And in season four, they finally said it without saying it. Yes, I did see that that has been picked up in, yes. the, in the press. Like that arc has yes. been... That, that arc was spoiled for me. I felt very well, validated. Really, I, 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 I love spoilers. <laughs> I love spoilers. I love spoilers. I'm just kidding, listeners. Give me all the spoilers. Tell me everything is going to happen before I watch it so I can engage. Um, so you know. I like to read my TV shows. Um, okay. So um, my number one, uh, you've already highlighted here today. Oh. Um, oh, my God. It's your number one. It's my number one. I mean, I think about like, wow, I, I will I will enter this conversation by saying there's a scene in Camp Nowhere where uh, they're trying to watch this show um, because as one character says it, even though they're on summer vacation, if I don't see Dylan, I die. And um, that's what this show was. Like literally the world stopped every week on Wednesday at 8 p.m. when Beverly Hills 90210 came on. Like it just, the world stopped and I was in it. I was in everything. I was in all of it. I was just like every storyline, every triangle, every, I mean, I just, I, I was inhaling it. Like, and I don't talk about it often as like, as much as I, don't, I feel like I don't talk about the show as much as I should, given like how literally essential and central it was to my upbringing. But you hear those opening chords. It's like world's ending. Like what? Mm-hmm. What just happened? Like everyone needs to stop and respect. Give respect. So uh, it's not to know. Like it, it, it is. It is. And, you know, so um, Aaron Spelling, Darren Starr, I stand. I stand. Wow. Darren Starr was that too. Wow. Darren Starr has had an illustrious career. He really has. Yeah. I mean, God. Um, wonderful. Okay. My number one is probably going to be no surprise to you. Um, it is definitely a prestige drama. Some say it's, um, it's certainly like in the top three of like on most lists of like best dramas of all time. Um, I was, I was very much a late comer to the show. I know what you're going to say. I know what you're going to say. I know what you're going to say. I was very much a late comer to the show. Uh, I remember when it was on, when it began, um, it was also, it was on the same time that Sex and the City was on and like during the same years, um, there was overlap there. And I remember that was like HBO's prestige night. It was like this and Sex and the City, like back to back on Sunday nights Mm. and people would, and my parents would like watch the shit out of the both of these shows. My parents were so into the show, um, and Sex and the City. They loved it. Um, the show that I'm talking about is The Sopranos. I watched yes. the entire, over like a year period, I watched the entire series. This was like a few years ago. 
I was completely blown away. Like every, you know, like all of the hype that it gets is completely valid. Like it's a fucking amazing show. The acting is fucking incredible. Um, It's a haunting ass show. And the theme is like haunting, but it's also like kind of cool and like kind of badass. And like it definitely brings you into the world. Like the minute it begins, like it's like that doom, doom, doom. And you just get like really excited and you're like, oh, I'm going into Tony's mafia worlds. Like you just get very hyped for it. Um, Yeah, it's just it's one of those that like gets you primed for the show. And I never skip it. You know, when like Netflix or, you know, a streaming service is like, oh, skip the intro. I'm like, never. I will never skip this theme song. Never. Got yourself a gun. Got yourself a gun. So good. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's wonderful. Any any um, honorable mentions for drama? Um, yes. Uh, my only honorable mention here was Ghost Rider, which you had in your top five. Ghost Rider. Um, my, my honorable mentions are The X Files because even though it's a show mm-hmm. that I didn't really watch, it terrified me. Like the theme song terrified me. Like when I remember watching yeah. TV and then the minute the X-Files theme song would come on, I'd be like, ah, I would like change the channel because it was really scary. Um, so that's good. That's good advertising for the show. Uh, my so-called life. It puts me in the place. Oh, you know, yes. Instrumental. Amazing. Ghost Rider. Oh, no. Ghost Rider is on my list. Why do I have it twice? Um, Dawson's Creek. Because you love it that much. I do. I do love it that much. Dawson's Creek, um, but OG Dawson's Creek. OG. Paula Cole, OG. Dawson's Creek. Um, and then uh, Succession, obviously. Okay. So good. So, listeners, we're going to share our animated <laughs> series top five. Turn me out. All in one sleep. Turn me out, son. Um, I'm really going to do us dirty here and like not even rank them they're all equally amazing okay that's great that's fair um but my top five consists of the jetsons ducktales Ooh, i miss i miss ducktales 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 shit alvin and the chipmunks because duh wait what's the alvin and the chipmunks theme song remind me Alvin, Simon, Theodore, Theodore dude, dude, Oh, that's a good I mean, one. Oh, that's a good one. So, Jetsons, Ducktales, Alvin and the Chipmunks, uh, Inspector that, Gadget, that's and Gem. Those are my Gem. Oh, those are solid. Gem is a I mean, I can keep going, but we're not. Those are so fucking solid. And also, Alvin and the Chipmunks. Was a theme song that I would like belt and rock out to in front of the television, and I totally forgot about it until just now. Watch out, cause here we go. <laughs> it's been a while, but we're back in style. So, oh, so good. My top five, going backwards from five to one. Number five, Inspector Gadget. Number four, Muppet Babies. Have to give a shout out to my little niece, Amelia, because she's obsessed with the reboot, which has the same theme song, but it's like sung in a different way than the original. The original, they had the Muppet Babies actually singing the theme song. It's very close to my heart. They they belt it very emotionally. Um, okay. Yeah. But now there's a lady singing it. There's a vocalist singing it. Uh, 
X-Men, the animated series, which was like totally instrumental, but it's like very. It was very good. Um, Heathcliff. Heathcliff, Heathcliff, no one should. Obviously. Um, my number one is Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers. Ah! Some Speaking of emotions, sometimes some crimes go slipping through the cracks, but these two gumshoes are picking Uh, up the slack. There's no case too big, no case too small. Yeah, it's good. It's good shit. That's incredible. Oh my God. Incredible. Um, Honorable mentions I had Darkwing Duck. Ooh, good one. Um, Good one. Um,. The Smurfs. Oh, I like the Smurfs. Those were mine. I don't have any because I didn't think about it enough, but everything that you mentioned in your top five was definitely like big for me. Alvin and the Chipmunks. Man, I used to love that song. I can't believe I didn't think about Chippendale. I mean, I mean Chippendale. It's a good one. Did I ever tell you, do you, first of all, us having two different middle school experiences, I think this is an iconic thing that should be mentioned here. Um, so Eileen and I, early in our best friendship, which survived like pretty much most of middle school or all of middle school, we decided early on in sixth grade that we were going to be Chip and Dale um, and then like put that on our backpacks and like, I don't remember who was who, like she was Chip and I was Dale and vice That's versa. That's so cute. <laughs> but like... What? That's so cute. <laughs> I love that. Oh, we were so nerdy. We were so nerdy. It's like, oh god. We were also like freshly out of elementary school. Like, I used to wear. That's so right. I used to wear. Do you remember how like early in in junior high, those Looney Tunes shirts were like really popular? I wore the shit out of those. Yeah. It was like baggy yeah. Tommy Hilfiger style shirts, but with like yeah. Looney yeah. Tunes. Characters. I had a whole Looney Tunes. They they were putting that Looney Tunes logo on every fucking they thing. Were. I feel like I even had plaid shirts. Yes, that had Looney Tunes like like logo. There was a Looney like, Tunes store at the mall. Yes, Remember? that's what it was. That one. I'm like, why did I have all this Looney Tunes shit? Oh, because it was popular. Okay. It was so weird. What a weird um, time. Yeah. So you know, we we could have spent more time here, but um, I'm glad we really went. As deep as we did into dramas and comedy. Yeah, me too. Those are near near and dear. I'm sure that there's stuff that we missed, but that's all right. That's all right. Listeners, why don't you tell us? Yeah, definitely. Tell us what we missed. Our five listeners write in. Yes. What are your your write-in choices? What are we doing next time? I don't remember. I don't even remember. I don't remember either. I think it's Little Giants, possibly? We were about to go into a Devon. We are saga, about to go into a Devon saga. Sawa saga. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Have a have a great evening. Crank the Hogan family theme song. We highly recommend it. Life is such a sweet insanity. Ah. Oh. Life is such a sweet insanity.